Well, hello and welcome back to another episode of Bible Prophecy for today. My name is Heather and I'm going to give you some news and views from a West Texans biblical point of view one you're not going to find in your mainstream media. Hey guys, welcome to this evening's podcast. We have a few things to talk about tonight and let me jump right into it, shall we? So here's the big one. Oh my goodness. And if they're not already doing this, I mean, I would be surprised because, you know, they tell you after the fact, you know, after you've already or after they've already done it, then they tell you, you know, (laughs) anyway. So are you ready for MRNA vaccinated animals products to enter the United States food chain? Mm, 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 mm. Boy, doesn't that just sound delish in a dish, as my brother would say. Oh my goodness. And I can probably guarantee you it's probably already there so globalists have another shock event planned in pursuit of the four d's digitization dehumanization destruction and depopulation and can you guess who that article is going to be by you know him you love him that's right it is leo homan h-o-h-m-a-n-n.com that's right we will talk about that and one other one by amir pastor and uh uh, teacher, let me get up here to the top here. Uh, Pastor um, Amir Sarfati, he's got some great books out, by the way. If you guys haven't got, I've got his latest book. Mm-mm-mm, can't wait to jump into that bad boy. So he's going to tell all of us about what is going on and how it's all shaping up to the end times. So the worldview with Amir Sarfati, fitting into the biblical end times scenario or scenario potatoes potatoes wherever you may be from so uh september the 28th of 2023 at harbingersdaily.com uh, is where he's got this article and we'll discuss that little guy and so i don't know what you guys have been up to today but uh you know i kind of looked around how the internet i've actually i worked uh most of the day today so i'm just now getting a little bit of time um, to get caught up on headlines and see what all is going on in the world today. Oh, you know, Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> hey, Jets. Hey, I can make you a good football player. <laughs> one of my friends actually on the news um, posted on one of our news channels on Facebook. He said he'd make a good water boy. And I said, yeah, he would. Kneeling down, you know, to give them all water. <laughs> goodness gracious i tell you what oh man right here at trendy matters as christians are disturbed when they discover jesus was woke folks this is blasphemy blasphemy and that's just right there on your news uh-huh so i would suggest and i'm gonna start doing this myself and i used to do it a lot but go to duck duck go duck duck go.com and uh hopefully they will not um track and trace this but i'm sure they will but not as bad as google i remember a while back everybody had gmails i had an aol account if you guys remember aol you've got mail um <laughs> but uh no i was like man and so there's a big talk about them days when google was reading your mail your email and boy do we believe that now people are like oh no that could never happen they would never do that and google's like no we're not doing that at all <laughs> and then you kind of find out yeah we've been doing that all along <laughs> You know, so I'm saying, no, we haven't put, you know, this vaccinated, you know, animal food. And no, of course not. We've been doing it all along, you know, 10 years from now, if we're all still here. I don't think so, but we may be here. Who knows? You never know. Um, i tell you what. So crazy, crazy stuff is going on right here. So mRNA COVID vaccines may be triggering turbo cancers. We talked about that. This folks is on the page for DuckDuckGo. You'll get all kinds of good stuff on DuckDuckGo. Um, cancers erupting in ways never before seen. That's following COVID shots. Clark County today. And uh, some way crazy stuff on there. So um, what are, you know, just vitamins, vitamins, folks. Natokinese. Natokinese. Uh, you can get it at your health food store. Uh, I suggest you go start taking that. I mean, I'm not a doctor. I don't play one on this podcast. And I don't pretend or nothing like that. But Dr. McCullough is a doctor. He's a world-renowned doctor. And he talks a little bit about that. So if you're not on the mailing list for uh, Sunrise Bible Church there in uh, Henderson, Nevada, you might want to jump on there. You might want to follow uh, Pastor Billy Crone and um, watch his 
uh, updates on Oklash Schwab, but you're not going to find that on the YouTube channel. No siree, Babaru. You're going to have to go to Rumble. Let's get ready to Rumble. Yeah, you're going to have to go to Rumble to check that out because you're not going to be able to watch that on YouTube. And so Pastor, and well, not Pastor, but Brother, he's Pastor, he's not my Pastor, but his brother, Spencer Smith, they're from YouTube. He does have a few videos there on his Rumble channel. He said he's not a big Rumble fan, doesn't really know uh, how it all goes, but he does have a YouTube channel. And so, you know, he might want to take some more of his controversial topics and put them on to Rumble because like my channel, here today, gone tomorrow. If you say something they don't like, and it doesn't matter. It could be something on your channel from two years ago that you totally forgot about, but they didn't like it. The bots found it. AI found it. And you wake up one day and you get an email and your channel is gone. So that's the way that works. <laughs> but uh, if you go to Rumble, you're going to want to uh, check out Billy Crone. I'm going to pull him up here because he's got quite a few channels. And uh, I'll find you the one that's the good one. So the Klaus Schwab Sermon Series. So far, I think he's up to like 18 parts, I do believe. Um, you definitely want to check him out. So there's the Billy Crone. He's got 11.2 thousand followers. And then there's another one, seven point. Um, five seven the big one with eleven thousand. I think they all put it on there, but the one with eleven thousand definitely has the whole series on there. So he's got Klaus Schwab conference uh, uh, sermon series number seventeen. That was the latest one that was six days ago. I tell you what, guys, you do not want to miss it. And he's also on the Voodoo Vampires and the Rise of Demon Worship. I'm telling you guys, once you look at these Bible studies and you you, know, you listen to his sermons and all the research and everything that goes into, you will never look at the world the same again. So where are you going to go to find this information? You're going to go to Get A Life Media. Yes, GetAlifeMedia.com and check that out, you guys. You will not be disappointed, I promise you. So let's move right along here. So we're going to check out these articles. So let's do, let's do the big one, Worldview with Amir Sarfati, fitting into the biblical end time scenario. Yep, yep, yep. It's posted on the 28th of September. So a five-man terror cell was recently arrested by Shin Bet. The three Palestinians and two, Isra two Israeli citizens were gathering intelligence for a plot to harm National Security Minister Itamar bin Gvir, as well as a member of the Knesset. The cell was receiving its orders from Iran. So Israel left off Russia's financial friends list. So last week, Russia published a list of more than 30 countries that are welcome to trade on their foreign exchange. Despite being included in the original draft created in the summer, Israel was left off of the final document. This is one more sign of the deteriorating conditions between Moscow and Jerusalem that fit into the biblical end time scenario. Check out Ezekiel 38 and 39. Prime Minister Netanyahu addresses the United Nations. It is said that one can tell how close they are to the truth by the number of people who attack them. If that is accurate, then Prime Minister uh, Benjamin Netanyahu's speeches to the UN General Assembly must have been overflowing with truth. During his presentation, he spoke of a proposed trade route between India to the West that would pass through the UAE, Saudi Arabia, Jordan, and Israel. He emphasized the many new relationships that Israel is forging and showed a map of a new Middle East emphasizing these new friendships. He also said that the U.S. and Saudi Arabia shouldn't let the Palestinians have the right to veto a peace deal that would normalize, uh, uh, normalize relations between Jerusalem and Riyadh. I'm sure I murdered that word. <laughs> so anyway, all the usual suspects took offense at what he said, including Iran, much of Europe, the U.S., and others. So that I'll tell you something right there, folks. Israel joins U.S. visa waiver program. In a huge win for Prime Minister Netanyahu, the U.S. has included Israel as the 41st country on its visa waiver list. This means that Israeli citizens may now enter the U.S. without a visa and remain for up to 90 days. Netanyahu called the move a significant and joyous moment for all Israeli citizens. Saudi send delegation team to West Bank. Large strides were made last week in the pursuit of normalizing relations between Israel and Saudi Arabia. Tuesday saw Saudi Arabia's first ambassador to the Palestinian Authority arrive in the West Bank. The visit of Nayef El-Sadrari, 
uh, marked the first time a Saudi delegation has been in the West Bank since 1967. At the same time, Israel's tourist minister, Haim Katz, arrived in Saudi Arabia for a conference, marking the first time official visit of an Israeli minister to the country. Later this week, Israeli communications minister Shlomo Karai will also carry out an official visit, attending a conference in Saudi Arabia. The government of Israel is very optimistic regarding these developments. So Foreign Minister Eli Cohen had said that he expects six or seven other Muslim nations to join Saudi Arabia in making peace with Israel. This fits right into the prophecies of the Ezekiel 38 war, which uh, when these Gulf countries referred to by Ezekiel as Sheba and Dedan will stand up and criticize the invasion against, against uh, Israel rather than joining in. He goes on to say, uh, Israeli military strikes Hamas uh, in Gaza. So Palestinians gathered Tuesday at the Gaza fence for a 12th night of violent protest. After they floated incendiary balloons and kites over the border and threw all sorts of projectiles at Israeli forces, the Israeli Defense Forces, or the IDF, struck back, hitting several Hamas targets. Last night, there was more violence, and once more, the IDF struck back, destroying a border tunnel. Deluge of Syrian refugees killing Lebanon's economy. Refugees of the Syrian civil war are destroying Lebanon's economy. The population of Lebanon is approximately 6 million. The latest estimate of Syrian refugees who have crossed the border is 2.5 million. Lebanon is already in bad enough shape with the Iran-backed Hezbollah terrorist group involved in every level of government. But to have the burden of these refugees is far more than the economy can handle. Other nations are calling on the EU and other parts of the world to help Lebanon before it too devolves into civil strife. Folks, that's almost a third. That is almost a third more added to their population. Whoa. So Ukraine hits Russia's Black Sea headquarters in Crimea. Ukraine's military hit the headquarters of Russians, uh, Russia's Black Sea fleet in Sevastopol, Crimea. Uh, on Friday, <clears throat> excuse me, in response, Russia missiles struck a high-rise building in Odessa, <clears throat> excuse me, used as Ukraine's Navy headquarters. Tuesday saw the Sheklovsky military airport near Moscow on fire following another Ukrainian attack. The back and forth of war continues. A huge explosion in um, Iran. A deafening noise accompanied by or accompanied a powerful tremor on Monday near the western Iranian city of Koromabab. The authorities quickly explained it was a minor 2.0 earthquake. Not so fast, said many. Near the epicenter of the event as an underground missile or is an underground missile and weapons complex. According to witnesses, this below the surface cache was the source of what they say was a major explosion. The Iranian authorities deny the claim. Canadian Parliament unwittingly honors Nazi war criminal. On Friday, members of Canada's Parliament stood and applauded Yaroslav Hunka, a 98-year-old World War II veteran, after he was introduced by Speaker Anthony Rota as a Canadian hero, unquote. The only problem was that Hunka served in a uh, in a Nazi Waffen SS unit during the war. There are certain things you just can't come back from, certainly for Hunka, who is now the subject of an ex- of an extradition request by the Polish government. Also for Speaker Rota, who tendered his resignation on Tuesday. This wonderful information is brought to you by Amir Sarfati. Um, folks, he is got tremendous, tremendous insight of what's going on over there. He lives in Israel. Um, if you're not connected on his Telegram um, account, get in touch right then because you're going to have up-to-date, minute-by-minute information as it happens from over there. So, uh, let's go to You Know Him, You Love Him. He is my favorite. It is Leo Holman, H-O-H-M-A-N-N.com. Go show him some love. So, globalists have announced a shock event planned in pursuit of the four Ds. Digitization, dehumanization, destruction, and depopulation. So we're going to roll on down here. So in 2024, uh, 2024 will make 2023 look like a walk in the park. But we can make it through the storm if we hold on to our humanity and faith in God. So 
The convergence of multiple red alert warnings is staring us in the face, all pointing to major quote event of some type in the upcoming weeks or months. Now, whatever it is, this new catastrophe will hasten the collapse of the old world system, a collapse of economies and political structures that is already underway, paving the way for the Great Reset, or as some call it, the New World Order, and he calls it, and I call it, the beast system spoken of in the Bible. Predicting the timing of such an event is impossible, but he says, I do believe we are looking at a major shock event happening roughly within the next three to nine months, a year at most, he says. The reason is simple. The billionaire globalist oligarchs desire, desire to bring about a situation which involves digitization, so of money and human beings, dehumanization, humans replaced by transhuman hybrids and destruction of all cultural norms male female genders the ability to reproduce without technology etc and depopulation of those deemed quote useless eaters yeah that's what they talk to us anyway he goes on to say these are the four d's now needed to bring about the total control that globalist technocrats seek to extend over all human behavior in a restructured world run by artificial intelligence and based on the elimination of all fossil usage by the common man non-oligarchs of course not us <laughs> if only the oligarchs have access to fossil fuels and only oligarchs are allowed to reproduce and enjoy freedom of speech what you end up with is a one world slave state and that's exactly the goal so so the four d's are used to uh used to get the fifth and final d which is dystopia in the eyes of the globalist predator class they're reaching for their utopia but for the rest of us it will be like a living hell a dystopia these global globalist oligarchs were only able to destroy so much of the old world order with covid and they need another big crisis to or event to finish the job of achieving all their dystopian goals so which are encompassed in the agenda 2030 sustainable development goals they've played language games reminiscent of aurelian newspeak uh, to make us think the sdgs will bring about utopia in reality the masses will be ushered into the nightmare of dystopia so the globalists if the globalists continue to pressure their minions in national and state capitals to enact their green new deals and net zero campaigns the masses will eventually wake up and come for these globalists that awakening has already begun and that is why it is urgent that they escalate a full-blown World War III scenario, which includes famine and shortages as soon as they possibly can. The window is closing on the King Charles-initiated Great Reset, and so it's time to double down on destruction and depopulation. And if they don't, they will never get to full digitization and dehumanization, the end of human history, as Yuval Nori explains in the video below. So, folks, I'm going to pause and we're going to listen to this video. Okay, give me one moment and we'll get that hooked up for you. Potentially, we are talking about the end of human history, not the annihilation of the human species, not the end of history, just the end of the, that part of history which was dominated by human beings, by human ideas. And we live cocooned inside a culture created by human beings. Everything we think, we feel, has been shaped by stories, by images, by poems, by tools that were created by human minds. Now, there is something that can create poems and images and tools which is not human it's an alien intelligence and it has remarkable abilities it's very likely that in the next few years it will basically eat up all of human culture everything we've created for tens of thousands of years since the stone age it will uh, 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 absorb it digest it and start spewing out a new culture coming from an alien intelligence. What would that do, not just to the world outside us, but to the world inside us, to our psychology, to our religions, to our political views? Nobody knows. So even in the Soviet Union, it was technically impossible to follow everybody all the time. Yes. Now it is possible. You don't need KGB agents, human agents, to follow people around. 
You have uh, the digital agents. We carry them in our pockets. The smartphones, the cameras, it's everywhere. Yeah. So you can technically follow everybody all the time. And you don't need human analysts to go over the data. This is where AI Having comes AI. in. Yeah, it's a so, terrifying prospect. So it's now possible to create total surveillance regimes that follow everybody all the time, that know much more about me than I know about myself. Yes. And there are regimes that are going in that direction. You surprised? <laughs> surprised, Eddie? <laughs> if I woke up tomorrow with my head sewn to the carpet, I wouldn't be more surprised than I am right now. So there you have it, folks. Right from Nufa Yinoa Harari's own mouth, their plans for you and I and what they really think about us. So let's move right along here. So Russia is an obstacle to their plans for a truly one world system, not because of Putin being any kind of hero, but because of the Russian people and their will to survive under a purely Russian leader. They will not accept a world economic forum puppet like the United States, Canada, Australia, New Zealand, and Europe have accepted to rule over them. They don't mind an authoritarian strongman, but it must be a real Russian who is in charge. Now, Russia and Putin may be on board with digitization, but not with the other three Ds. So dehumanization, destruction of all cultural norms, and depopulation, largely due uh, to the strong influence of the Russian Orthodox Church, which remains much more traditional in its thinking than the Roman Catholic Church. Yes, folks. So if I'm right, this is Leo Holman. He goes, if he's right, and the globalist oligarchs have another shock event planned within the next three to nine months, that means the window for preparedness is closing Yes, folks, yeah, I'm telling you, y'all hear me say it all the time. You better get you some food. Anyway, so those caught off guard by what is coming will find themselves completely dependent on exactly the wrong people for their survival. They will be at the mercy of the globalist cartel since they're, since this is a predatory class of psychopaths. You do not want to be dependent on them for anything. If viewed in a vacuum, the headlines of today would not be sending a red flags of warning. But when you look at them in totality, it becomes clear something big is going down that will forever reshuffle the deck of global power and, man and change our outlook going forward. He goes on to say the bottom line that is this the bottom line is that this is no time for normalcy bias. We are already in the beginning stages of World War Three with Russia in Eastern Europe, in Syria and with Africa and Asia getting ready to explode as well. He says, I think it's inevitable that World War Three continues to escalate into the outbreak of direct day to day warfare between the world's two major nuclear powers, roughly divided by East and West, with the U.S., NATO, Australia, and Japan, South Korea on one side, and Russia, China, Iran, North Korea on the other side, he says. And I agree. He goes, the United States and Great Britain, um, along with the rest of their NATO vassal states, procure this war with Russia by continually expanding the NATO military alliance eastward into Russia's backyard. NATO politicians and commanders have been talking about their open door policy for at least 20 years. And this is like pouring salt into an open wound as relates to Russia in its history of being invaded from the West. In 2008, NATO invaded Ukraine, or I'm sorry, oh, in 2008, NATO invited Ukraine as the alliance pending its meeting certain criteria. And that was really the last straw. Ever since that overture, it was just a matter of time before Russia sent its forces into Ukraine. It's no different than when Israel um, periodically sends its forces into Palestinian territories to, quote, clean out uh, those areas of rockets, weapons, and ammunition dumps. You'd be surprised as how many conservatives understand Israel's need to live amongst its Palestinian cousins without those cousins being armed to the teeth. Yet they didn't understand the same concept applies to Russia and Ukraine. So as nations line up and draw the battle lines for World War III, India is the wild card. He says, um, this is not the old India. It is the fastest growing nation. It has a lot of technical experience and it can be, and it can field a huge army. It could also, uh, it could make the difference in who wins World War III, depending um, which side it decides to join. So once World War III ratchets up, we're looking at a nationwide draft in the United States heading into an election year, which means a potential outbreak of civil war on U.S. soil at the same time we're involved in a world war. Uh, so he goes on to say, 
Uh, then you're looking at cyber attacks, possible false flag attacks, a new and scarier pandemic, a historic famine, and supply chain disruptions exacerbated by war or some combination of the above, all brought on by an intensifying World War Three. So this will not be a time for weak Christians or feeble-minded Westerners used uh, used to their uh, you know entertainment and creature comforts. The way things are going, I foresee a combination of at least three or four of the above scenarios taking place simultaneously, he says. Think about the impact that would have on everyday society. He goes below are some of the data points pointing toward a catastrophic event that will forever change the world. Note, these were researched and recently discussed by himself, which is Leo Holman, and Brandon House on his show, Brandon House Live. And so I'm going to scroll on down here, folks. And I don't know why I'm having such a hard time seeing today. Oh, my goodness. My eyes tonight are just not what they were. Okay, so CNN. So nuclear activity highest in years is uh, at sites in China, Russia, and the United States. Smoke seen rising from Idaho National Lab, which tests advanced nuclear weaponry. Pope Francis says world is on the brink of world war of world a uh, uh, brink of nuclear world since 1960. Worst, he says, worse since 1962. Increasing reports of U.S. warplanes traveling overhead or training overhead coming in from all over the country. FEMA sits October 4th as nationwide emergency alert test. United States orders $290 million worth of anti-radiation sickness tablets. New York City broadcasts public service ads on how to survive a nuclear attack. Um, New York City, um, I'm sorry, Russia's defense minister stated over the weekend that attacks are taking place on Russians' territory outside the special operation zones. Now, Russia now sees the United States and Great Britain as parties to the current war and will allow itself to attack decision-making centers in the Ukraine. That would presumably include Ukrainian President Zelensky. Imagine if Russia took him out and how the West would exploit that in terms of propaganda messaging. King Charles meeting with French President Macron in Paris last Wednesday through uh, Friday, Macron skipped the UN meeting in New York in order to meet the in, in order to meet with the King. Charles is the father of the global sustainable uh, sustainable development movement and major proponent of eugenics and depopulation. He says he wrote about this in his Substack uh, article last week, and he did. The Deagle Corporation, which has ties to the CIA, predicted in twenty ba- predicted in twenty fourteen that the United States would lose eighty. I'm sorry, would lose sixty eight point five percent of its population by the end of 2025. The UK would lose over 75%, and most Western European nations would lose, uh, would also lose 30 to 50%. So free speech and political dissent are under attack in formerly free nations. There are nations we once thought were the good guys, you know, like US, Canada, EU, UK, Australia, and New Zealand. All are cracking down in very visible ways on free speech. Pastor and journalists such as Pastor Artur Pulaski in Canada and journalists Owen Troyer and Stephen Horn in the United States are being jailed for simply expressing ideas that challenge the government uh, mass media narratives. Uh, Jacinda Ardern, the former Prime Minister of New Zealand, has become the new face of global censorship, and she is being given the biggest platforms uh, to spout her authoritarian ideas. Speaking last week before a UN uh, General Assembly, and the need to cry down on quote disinformation, uh huh, which of course is all speech that globalists don't agree with on climate change, war in Ukraine, COVID and vaccines, etc. She has been rewarded for her evil ideas with not only with not with not one but two fellowships at Harvard University. Poland becomes the first NATO member other than Hungary to question the open-ended funding of Ukraine's corrupt government in its border dispute with Russia. So Poland wants to, quote, cool down Ukraine. If the United States and Great Britain sense that the coalition of the willing is starting to break up, they will accelerate the attacks on Russian territory in an effort to, quote, strike while the iron's hot. VP Kamala Harris becomes Biden's gun czar as the war on the Second Amendment throttles into overdrive. The Biden administration announced Thursday that Harris would oversee the first ever White House Office of Gun Violence Prevention. Harris will be in charge of enforcing current laws and collaborating with state and local officials to push anti-gun measures at every level. Several big banks, including Wells Fargo and Bank of America, announced plans to close 38 bank branches in and around New York City by the end of the year. Bottom line, Leo says, is war is coming along with 
all of its nasty byproducts. This will include growing inflation and de-dollarization, shortages of food, fuel, and basic medicines, and intensifying assault on all forms of free speech, freedom of religion, freedom of uh, movement, assembly, the Second Amendment, etc., we must resist the assault on our freedoms while knowing no while knowing that no man or human organization is coming to our rescue. We bear responsibility for the safety and security of our families. Anyone still looking for a quick fix bought a quick fix brought on by the voting booth is not paying attention to the signs and signals. He says, "We will not get to November the 20, November 2024 without experiencing another major event triggered by the globalists and their minions who share the luciferian hatred of God's crowning achievement. Human life created in his image. We must stand strong in our convictions, both political and religious, and refuse to bow to the beast system." Uh, while knowing that our Father in Heaven holds the ultimate trump card and will bring down this network of evil in His timing and on His schedule. Folks, we see the signs of the tribulation coming. It's in the headlines. It's everywhere. And what do I always say? You know what's coming. You know what I'm going to say. You better get you some food. You better get you some food, guys, because... um. The days are short. The time for preparedness is now, not later. Oh, yeah. So, let's see what else we've got going on. One more article I want to talk to you guys about. Okay. So, are you ready for mRNA vaccinated animal products to enter the U.S. food chain? Folks, this is from... uh, prophecynewswatch.com prophecynewswatch.com and um it is by you know this is different i was gonna say michael schneider but it is but you thought you were thinking that i know you were because <laughs> i was thinking it too but it's not it's from megan uh redshaw megan redshaw and of course it originally posted in the activist post and it was posted yesterday oh no woo this thing was posted today september the 29th and so if you want to check out this article you can go to prophecynewswatch.com and you can check it out and so we're going to talk about it one thing i did want to jump out there and remind you guys uh tom hughes pastor tom hughes has his new book out marking the masses um folks grab that book so anyway here we go so are you guys ready for this mrna vaccinated animal products into the food chain you know they're doing it with vegetables too throw that up there anyway so she says shrimp have become the latest addition to a growing list of food sources targeted by the mrna gene therapy technology an israeli company seeking seeking to bring mrna vaccines uh to shrimp farming has raised 8.2 million um from a group of venture capitalists to promote and improve animal health and marine species through its orally administered rna particle platform Vi Aqua, a biotechnology company, created an RNA-based vaccine product that uses ribonucleic acid interference, or RNAi, to manipulate gene uh, expression in French. I'm sorry, in shrimp. Well, that's where French came from. Um, RNAi is a biological process where RNA molecules are used to inhibit gene expression or translation by neutralizing targeted mRNA molecules. So the vaccine comes in the form of a coded feed supplement designated to, quote, enhance, I'm saying this, enhance resistance to white spot syndrome viruses, a viral infection that causes an annual loss of about $3 billion and a 15% reduction in global shrimp production. Vioqua suggests RNA molecules can inhibit the expression of genes that cause disease with every meal containing its coded product mm, how quaint don't you like how they make it sound all good and like oh see how beneficial this could be Woo-hoo. anyway so oral delivery is the holy grail of aquaculture um, health development due to both the impossibility of vaccinating individual shrimp and its ability to substantially bring down the operation or the operational cost of disease management while improving outcomes um, said Shai Yuvaz, uh, CEO of iAqua, in a press release. We are excited to bring this technology to market to address the need for affordable disease solutions in aquaculture. 
Vi Aqua plans to begin production in India in 2024 and believes this technology has numerous applications in aquaculture and beyond, of course, according to their news release. So mRNA vaccines are, listen folks, brace yourself, already used in pigs. Where do you get your bacon? Mm, I get mine right down the road. So the aquaculture industry is not the only market being targeted with mRNA vaccines. GenVax Technologies, a startup creating mRNA vaccines for animals in 2022-2022, folks, secured $6.5 million in funding to develop a self-amplifying mRNA or SARNA platform that allows for rapid development of a herd of flock-specific vaccine matched 100% to the circulating variant at the root of a disease outbreak. GenVax technology involves inserting a specific transgene or, quote, gene of interest, unquote, matched to the variant strain into the platform. The SARNA then generates an antibody response without requiring the whole pathogen to be matched to the circulating strain. In April 2022, GenVax was awarded a $145,000 grant by the Foundation for Food and Agricultural Research to develop an SARNA vaccine for African swine flu in collaboration with the United States Department of Agriculture. ASF is a highly contagious virus with a 100% swine mortality rate, but has never occurred in the United States. So let's just mess with it, why don't we? According to a 22 or 2022 paper uh, paper published in the eClinical Medicine, SARNA technology uses lipid, listen folks, lipid nanoparticles to encapsulate SARNA. When injected as a vaccine, the LMP encapsulation facilitates endosomal uptake and release into the cytoplasm of target cells in vivo. This novel technology has quote significantly and previously untested potential to be used in drugs and vaccines. GenVax isn't the first company to harness mRNA technology in pigs. Merck in 2018 introduced Sequivity a revolutionary swine vaccine platform that uses RNA particle technology to create customized prescription vaccines against strains of influenza A virus in swine, porcine, uh, circovirus, or PCV, rotavirus, and beyond, folks. They've been messing with this for a long time. Sequivity uses electronic gene sequencing to generate RNA particles that, when injected into an animal, provides instruction, listen folks, provides instructions to immune cells to translate the sequence into proteins that act as antigens, similar to how the COVID-19 vaccine causes the body to generate spike proteins. The idea is that the animal's immune system, when challenged with the actual live pathogen, will recognize the antigen and elicit an immune response. According to Merck, their RNA particle technology allows for the development of a safe and flexible, huge air quotes there, custom swine flu vaccine in only 8 to 12 weeks, folks, weeks compared to traditional vaccines that take years to develop. <clears throat> although it is claimed, although it is claimed vaccines utilizing RNA technology are safe and effective, studies appear to be scarce with little to no research to determine what if, what effects consuming pork from vaccinated pigs may have on the human body. mRNA vaccines in cattle raise concern among producers. According to the National Cattlemen's Beef Association, mRNA vaccines are currently not licensed for use in U.S. beef cattle. The vaccines are being developed to treat and prevent diseases in cattle whose meat could make its way to the dinner table. Ranchers, Cattlemen Action Legal uh, Fund, United Stock Growers of America. Now, that's a mouthful, you guys. A, try to sign that check. A national nonprofit organization with more than 5,000 members dedicated to ensuring the continued profitability and viability of the U.S. cattle industry has raised concerns over using mRNA vaccines in cattle. In April of 2023... This RCAF USA met with medical doctors and a molecular biologist regarding the status of mRNA injections 
In the global protein supply chain, veteran Max Thornsberry reported that some researchers have found that mRNA and its coded virus could pass to humans who have consumed dairy or meat products from an mRNA-injected animal. Of course it can. That's the whole reason why they're doing this. So Mr. Thornsberry raised concerns about the full impact and unknown long-term effects of consuming meat from animals injected with mRNA vaccines and called for more extensive research. Although the United States has not yet approved an mRNA vaccine for use in cattle, the country is increasing imports of beef from other countries that either vaccinate cattle with mRNA vaccines or plan to. Folks, I'm going to highlight that right there because we're going to pause right there. I want to tell you guys some info. So, you did hear my program. If you did listen to me the other day when I talked about this, it might have been yesterday. Like, if you go to the grocery store and you pick up some organic grass-fed beef, mm-mm-mm, and you think it's good for you, yeah, and you get that stuff home, you don't know that they may have started it on grass, but they finished it on GMO grains, mm, and you don't know where the cow came from. The cow could have came from China, China. It could have come from China. And you're consuming a cow that came from China. Mm. And where they use these mRNA vaccines. Folks, mm, you don't know where your beef is. I'm going to tell you once more. Find you a local rancher, farmer, whatever you can do. And buy your beef and your protein, your meat locally. If you can't do it locally, Natural Grocers, it is thousand, I want to say thousand prairie, thousand something, I can't think anyway. And it'll say, it actually says on their package, started grain, finished grain, raised bread, blah, 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 in the USA its entire life. I'm like, okay, well, that gives you a little bit of, you know, feeling a little better. And I do trust Natural Grocers um, because of their stance on eggs. They have very, very strict, um, strict rules on who they accept you know eggs from because egg it can it look folks it can say that those chickens are cage free yeah they could be cage free in this massive barn that never sees the sun and they're eating gmo food you know and they can say oh it's organic okay it's organic um non-gmo food but it never sees the sun man if, uh, chickens were meant to forage you know to go out there and eat and scratch and peck and you know insects and boy all kinds of stuff not feed you know they're meant to be out in the in the air. Um, I tell you what, as a child, my mamaw, we had they, she had geese. Some things were so mean. I tell you what, you didn't have to worry about me going too far because I guess they were trained. Because if I got all the men, they quack quack quack. When them things bit you and pinched you, well, they hurt like hecky darn man. Um, but uh, I remember the first time I saw my mamaw go out and grab a chicken. I like I used to go in the hen house where we get eggs. You know, boy, it's so fun. Well, she grabbed that chicken by the neck and slung him around. I was like, ah, <laughs> horrified chopped its head off and that's all we had for dinner <laughs> you can't get fresher than that eat your heart out uh pastor really crone on that one <laughs> take that kfc to the bank so anyway i was mortified as a child i was like uh ah. but uh that chicken sure was good anyway <laughs> so know where your food comes from that's just a, a big proponent and so that's why i'm gonna start gardening um, you know, my mama had a green thumb, man, she could grow anything, anything. And so anyway, hopefully, um, I adopted some of her ways. I mean, I've had gardens in the past and, you know, I've done really good with squash, tomatoes and zucchini. So maybe this year, I mean, that may be all I'm eating next year, but you know, hopefully we'll have it. Um, so my, my, uh, advice to you guys, start gardening, make you a plan, get you, um becoming a farm girl i think is it what is oh my gosh i love her anyway she's on youtube and she's got a blog she's got a website now but she's got a vertical she so she, where she's at her in her i guess a townhome condo um she grows everything out on her deck and so she's got a vertical grower so there's no excuse no excuse folks come on we need to get with it i, I you know we need to get with it uh, start growing our food, start, you know, and you can do like, oh man, look at those little seedlings. You can do like wheatgrass, you can do all kinds of stuff. So I'm, I'm checking into and get heirloom seeds. I learned this heirloom seeds are, that's what you want to get. They're not hibernated. They're not none of this stuff. They've been around for hundreds of years. They're great seeds. So heirloom seeds is what you want to get. I've been following a few people on, um, 
YouTube and I'm learning a ton, learning a ton. And so, um, yeah, that's the big thing about the beef. And, and I knew, I knew this article was going to go in there because, um, after I saw that, when I watched that, I think it was, um, somebody posted on Facebook, it was a TikTok or something and somebody had gone and it was like, Oh, organics. And, uh, we have them here. I guess you guys may have them at, if you still got the Albertsons, you know, or maybe Smith, I don't know. Here we have the United grocery stores, um, and that they sell that, Oh, organic stuff. And I'm like, ah, oh, you know, and so, um, they can say all kinds of stuff on the package, but folks, it doesn't make it true. You have to research your food and it's pathetic that we have to do that. It's very, it's pathetic. And if I ever find anything from the EU coming up, I will buy it because their, their rules are so strict over there on the food. Like they don't use, um, any like red number fives, no dyes, no natural flavors. None of this garbage folks natural. There ain't nothing natural about natural flavors. I'm throw that out there so that you can hang on to that. Uh, take it to the bank, folks. Grab onto it like a stick. Uh, don't let it go like a dog. Um, look into the research on that. There's nothing natural about natural flavor. Have you ever noticed why people like, like you're addicted to your food? Have you have you noticed why people like more addicted to their food? Like, man, what's well, because these are natural flavors. So these natural flavors, they they go straight to your brain. Like, boom, they lie like that serotonin. It's like you're on crack cocaine or something. You are. A, Addicted. Like ding, 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 ding. Like Pavlov's dog. You know? So folks, ooh, please stay away from those. Um, you know, I remember when I first saw that, like, oh, it's natural, all natural. You know, it says all natural. Like, yeah, it's good. Yeah, what? I was so naive. <laughs> now I'm like all natural, whatever. So be very careful on the food that you consume. They're killing us by our food. They're making us stupid by our food. Docile through our food supply and water supply. Fluoride is a, uh, a toxic, a toxigen to your brain. And so, oh my gosh, they first started giving you know, back in the 50s and 60s, they were giving people fluoride pills, but it was killing too many people and so many birth defects and so many like, you know, very bad, you know, ooh, um, adverse reactions. And so they had to stop doing that. And so they well, let's get to put it in the water. I think they put COVID in the water in the city water supply. That's my thing. If you if you gone to Stu uh, Stu Peters and watched that, I think it's what's the what's in the water in the water. Watch the water something like that, dude. Uh, what's that other one? They're all dropping dead, died suddenly. If you haven't watched any of uh, Stu Peters documentaries on that, boy howdy, you need to jump on that today today, and that'll open your eyes as well. So I'm not gonna you know, we won't continue with that article. I mean, it's, we've almost read the whole, the whole article, but it kind of gives a chance. Actually, we did read it. I had a couple more paragraphs, but, um, so we know what they're doing. Like here, let's just check this out. So Iowa State University researchers submitted a multi-year research project to the U.S. Department of Agriculture to test a cattle mRNA vaccine system for bovine respiratory, uh, it, we're just going to say like this, this is the RSV infection, Mr. Bullard said. According to the submission, researchers plan to test the mRNA on cattle during the second year of the project with the completion date of 2026. It would be naive not to assume that such a research project signals an effort to obtain approval for mRNA injections in U.S. cattle, he said. Mr. Bullard, uh, Mr. Bullard encouraged others not to, quote, simply trust the pharmaceutical companies and the government, unquote, and says his organization intends to learn the truth by continuing to disclose differing scientific findings, seeking more research into the long-term effects of mRNA injections for cattle and demanding more transparency from pharmaceutical companies and the government. Meanwhile, the organization has stated it believes people have a right to know whether the meat they consume has come from animals injected with mRNA technology. Folks are not going to tell you unless they absolutely have to. Then like, okay, fine, we'll put it on there. Fine, fine. Look how much it took. It took a judge to make Pfizer turn over their document. They're going to wait. Remember, they were going to wait 75 years before they turned over their research document. 75 years. And our judge in Texas said, no, you're going to do it now. So they have to turn over like so many thousands of pages a month. And folks, the truth is out. The truth is out there if people want to find it. The truth is there. But people are oblivious. I still see people in their cars with a mask on their face driving in their vehicle with the windows rolled up. I'm like, what are you 
doing? What are you doing? They are sheeple. Sheeple. Man, tell you what, somebody definitely pulled the wool over their eyes. And it is sad. And I know some people make fun of those folks. I'm like, you know what? I don't think it's funny. I mean, you know, it's kind of comical when you see people on their motorcycle with a mask on. I'm like, dude, really? But I mean, you know, it's sad. It is so sad that they think that helps. Number one, if the mask ever could possibly keep you from getting any virus, of course. Okay, fine. I can see that happening. But we all know the truth. Anybody with a brain in their head that went to college or went to high school or even took science class knows that that will not stop a teeny tiny virus, micro, micron. It's not going to stop that. It's, you're going to inhale. That. It's going to not, you know, inhale is going to go in your eyes. You're going to inhale through your nose, whatever. It's going to get on your hands. And then people are always adjusting their mask. You know, like, oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you don't know you're touching your face every time you move your mask around. I'm like, oh, we're crying out loud, you know. So, yeah, folks, it's sad. I, I, I hate to see people like that. Terrified. Terrified. You can see the fear in their eyes. And I'm just like, oh, I feel so bad for these people. Oh, but, you know, we've got to pray for these people. We have to pray for them. And, um, you know, I just, I feel terrible. I feel terrible. Uh, but anyway, you know, so now they're going to start this. I want to listen to this. So pay very close to people living in Texas. Very, very close to this. Okay. Several states have already drafted or proposed legislation seeking to require the labeling of products derived from animals administered mRNA vaccines, including Tennessee, Idaho, Arizona, Texas, and Missouri. So what I want to know is if they're seeking the proposed legislation to require the labeling of these products that are derived from these animals, how do we know these animals are not already into the food supply? How do you know Joe Schmo out on his farm or ranch or whatever, you know, is not, I don't think the farmers would ever do this, but who, how do you know when they get to the beef packing plant or when they're, you know, at the feedlots that they're not being injected with these, you know, vaccines? You really don't know. You don't know what's in your food and you don't know what they're eating and where that food has come from. Look at Monsanto. You know who owns Monsanto? Bear. You know where Bear came from? Nazi Germany. Go back and think. You're not going to, most people don't know that. I'm going to take my bear aspirin. Really? Do you know? Do you not know? People think the Nazi flag or that Nazi symbol was something new. No, that's in the occult. It's been in the occult for hundreds of thousands, well, not hundreds of thousands, but hundreds of years, thousands of years. People are like, oh, it's, there's nothing new under the sun. Remember King Solomon said that nothing new under the sun. It's all the same. They just repackage it. Satan just repackages it into something else and spews it back out there. Same thing with Christianity. But the Bible specifically said during the end times, the apostasy of the church, the falling away would occur. And we see that on a massive scale, massive scale. Look at all these like so-called, you know, Christian singers, Christian bands, you know, that are falling. I never knew, you know, I'm deconstructing all this stupid whatever that they want to call it. They were never Christians to begin with. They were never Christians. They may have professed it, but they were not. Remember, they were they went out from us, but they were never of us, is what the Bible says. So they, they were with us, and they went out, but they were never really of us. You see what I'm saying? And you know that. If you read the Word, you know. And I... I never in my lifetime thought that I would live to see what I'm seeing. And it's so hard to wrap my mind around the wickedness. It's so hard to imagine that these people, these elitists is what they call themselves, are murdering people. Murdering babies in the womb, murdering babies, giving them vaccines. Oh yeah, be any six months old and older need to be. They know what these vaccines are doing. They know that they are killing people. They know it, and yet they're pushing those vaccines on six months old. And there's people today going up to get their babies, their vaccines. Look, I'm going to tell you something. I've talked to several friends, and they're friends and family who got these stupid. Va- they're all dying. 
nine out of 10 of them have cancer. Nine out of 10 of just the folks that I've talked to. They got these stupid vaccines. Folks, mm, you know, it just, wickedness. Satan is a murderer. He's been one from the beginning. He's a liar and the father of all lies. It should not surprise us, but it does. It surprises me. It just, I can't wrap my head around it. And I'll tell you what, I'm reading through the Charles Stanley um, Daily Bible. And Michelle let me know this morning, if you guys are on Amazon, you can grab that for $17.99 today on Amazon. I'm going to pull it up right here and see. I hope it's still on sale. <laughs> she, but she said this morning, she goes, it is on sale. So if you want to grab you a copy of um, uh, Charles Stanley's uh, Daily Bible, which it takes the entire Bible and you read it, it gives it breaks it all down into a day. And it's got, of course, it's got all of his notes in there and all of his um, uh, life principles and all that stuff in there. And you can read it every day and feast on the word of God. It'll renew your mind and your spirit. And oh my goodness, it's like our bread. Um, $17.99 today on Amazon. So I'm going to pull that up for you guys. So there we go. Let's do Charles Stanley. I have redid my office here. Um, and so I've got my computer a little bit different. I'm working on my laptop now. So if you guys hear me typing in the background or kind of moving stuff around when I'm doing the mic, I got it kind of a little bit different today. Or I got it set up a little different. But I kind of like it. <laughs> Let's see. Daily Bible is kind of way far away from my keypad. So it's taking me a little bit. Oh, my goodness. It's even cheaper. It's $16.99. What? So the New King James Version of the Charles F. Stanley Life Principles Daily Bible Paperback um, is on sale, you guys, for $16.99. If I was to order me another one, I could grab that dude by Sunday. Now, if you want the NASB version, which is what I'm reading, it's the $17.99. So, um... I I wouldn't wait. I would I would jump onto that. I would grab that. That's a good deal. So that, like I said, is a good deal. And he's got man, he's got a lot of great books. Um, he's just I I just really do enjoy him. All right. Um, I thought he is with the Lord today, and I sure wish he would have called his son out as an apostate. So right there tells you, um, his son Andy Stanley is an apostate. And I have several videos, I have two videos, as a matter of fact, on my uh, YouTube channel. Um, I have one of them asking, is he an apostate? <laughs> of course he is. i show you proof he is. Um, but anyway, a lot of good stuff. Folks, get in the Word of God. Let the Word of God um, get into you. Um, we have another good one, if, you, if you're fond of, you can actually grab both of them, is John MacArthur. So John MacArthur also has a, um, a daily study Bible, and I really enjoy that one too. Let me pull that up for you. See if they got it on sale because that'd be kind of cool if it was on sale. So his NASB um, Daily Bible uh, Second Edition uh, Comfort Print for us older folks is eighteen dollars. You can grab the hardback for fourteen. So he's got a lot of great books out there. Um, you could get the um, the Kindle version for twelve ninety nine. Mm -mm -mm. Let's see what else we've got. So there's a lot of a lot of good books out there. Um, he does have one, uh, nope, the paperback uh, is $14.99 as well. So, a um, lot of great stuff out there, lots and lots of good stuff. Um, if you actually go um, to gty.org, if you want to go to gty.org, um, that will get you to his actual uh, website, which is Grace to You, Grace to You, and you can actually go and you can check it out on the store. I looked up, I got this thing from uh, Mardell, and they said, oh, Bibles, 50% off. It's like, oh, okay. So when they looked up, oh, John MacArthur, I'm like, boom, and checked it out, $189. I was like, wow. And they, of course, they cut that in half, 50%. Uh -huh, you know, we mark them up to mark them down again. <laughs> and so I was like, well, that's a little outrageous. So I went to his website, to the GTU website for the Bible that I wanted to get, and guess how much it was? $55 off of his website and... And shipping is always free, and you can get 10% off additionally. So, yeah, um, mm, it's better if you want to buy your products to go to to go there. So, let me see. I'm going to pull up. 
Let's see if we can find. Here we go. His Bibles. Just to give you guys an idea. Just an idea here. So um, the ESV, John MacArthur's uh, study edition, $35. $35. His ESV leather is $55. So, um, yeah, his daily Bible. So check it out. Brace yourselves, folks. <laughs> if you go to gty.org to grab that, it's going to be $20. $20 uh, for the MacArthur Daily Bible. So total worth it. Totally worth it. Anyway. Um, get in the word of God, you guys get in the word of God because, um, man, get you a hard copy. It's nice. To, I've got, I got the Bible on my phone. I have John MacArthur study Bible on my phone. So yeah, I've got, I love my Bible on my phone and my iPad. Um, but the day is coming when we may not have that and you want a hard copy. So grab a hard copy. Speaking of hard copies, mm, uh, my book, um, I posted it's on Amazon. So I actually have a hard copy, a hardback um, of, uh, it's not after the rapture. It, it, yeah, it is after the rapture. What comes next? Second edition is also in a hard copy. If you ever wanted that, I don't know why, but if you did, it's there, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So, um, I do have the, the updated second revised edition of after the rapture. What comes next? I do believe it on sale for like, I think or not on sale. It's on 429. Um, I just want to get the word out there in case, you know, anything ever happens, you know, and you have loved ones, family members, um, neighbors, anybody. Because when, I'm telling you what, because when we are gone and the rapture happens and we are snatched out of here, this world, the people who are left will be searching for answers. And some of them, some of them have not hardened their heart to Jesus Christ and they will become the tribulation saints spoken of in the book of Revelation. And so there's going to be somebody who's going to have to point them, somebody they get, and they're going to have to know what's going on. And so whether you grab that book, there's several, I mean, really, really good books out there on what's going to happen after that. I think uh, David Jeremiah has one out there. So there's so many, so many books out there. But I wrote that in 2020 when I had COVID. I thought I was dying. And um, and I wanted, you know, I wanted anybody to know the truth, the rapture. And it's, it's straight, it goes straight through um, scripture. So I take you from the beginning to what the actual rapture is. And I bring the, the, the scripture verses up. And I mean everything straight through the book of Revelation, through tribulation, by the scripture. So that way, and it's a fast track too. I mean, it's super fast, boom, straight to the point. And so it's kind of like a survival guide, you know? So when it happens, somebody could pick up that book and they could open it up and they could start reading it and know exactly right off the bat what the rapture was, where everybody went, the government's going to say aliens and blah, 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 and all this other stuff and straight through it, straight through scripture. And so, um, anyway, I pray that I pray that, uh, you know, whatever happens that that book, you know, will help somebody. And maybe even today before the rapture, maybe somebody can read that book. I pray and, and turn to, turn to Jesus, turn to Jesus today, ask him to save him or her. Um, you know, cause today is the day of salvation. And so all of our lives, that's what we live for. We live for Christ. That's what we do. Christ lives for, lives through us. And that our life is, is, you know, we pick up our cross. We crucified our life with Christ. And so that's it. Jesus lives through us. And so that's, you know, that's the only thing that matters. That is the only people, you know, they talk about, oh, I want to get this house and I want to do this. And I, 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 I look, it's not about us. It is not about us. It is about Jesus. That's what we're here for. We are here for Jesus. Like he died on a cross for our sins. He said he's the sacrifice, the ultimate sacrifice. He took our place. And so God poured his wrath out on his son, not on us. We have to know what kind of sacrifice he made for us. You know, people just think, I oh, just accept Jesus and blah, blah, blah. You know, no, it's not. No, you got to know the, the gravity of the situation, what happened, what really, what took place. And uh, when he died on the cross, the veil was torn from the top to the bottom. That veil is not like a little curtain you're hanging in your living room. I think it's like 16 inches, 16 to 18 inches, I think, thick. And that was torn from the top to the bottom. So when that happened, we have access to God Almighty on his throne right now. And Christ said, we are already seated in heavenly places with him right now. I know it seems hard to believe, but we are. And so because Jesus knows the end from the beginning, we know the here and now, but he knows it all, you know. And so it's so, wow, it's just amazing to think about. 
It's amazing. But that same power that God used to raise Jesus Christ will raise us too. Jesus will raise us in the end. And so if you've died, you have loved ones that have died and say we're waiting on the rapture and say the rapture happens. Well, guess what? They go before we go because the Bible says those who have died or have fallen asleep, they will be raised first and then we who are alive and remain will be caught up together with them in the clouds and so shall we always be with the lord that is in thessalonians and so get in tell, i tell you what you want you want to um uplift your spirit and get yourself some encouragement let me tell you what to do read first in second thessalonians do it tonight and then philippians if you want to throw it in there but First Corinthians 15 verses 50 to 53 tells us of the twinkling and the twinkling of an eye. That's pretty fast, Sansa says. <laughs> That's pretty fast. Um, but in the twinkling of an eye, this corruptible body that we're in right now will be changed, changed to an incorruptible body. This mortal body will put on immortality. That's what's going to happen. Boom, like that in the twinkling of an eye. And then we're going to be caught up together with the Lord Jesus. Isn't that amazing? Just that fast. I'm telling you, oh my goodness, it's amazing. And I am so excited. And I hope you are excited too, because the Bible says there's a special crown for those of us who will love, who love his appearing. And I know, I know Art, you're, yeah, I know you are, boy, I know you are, Michelle and several of you guys. I know all, a lot of you guys are, Michael, a lot of you guys. So I know I am. And so while we wait, while we wait for the Lord, we are to be about, our father's business so we are to be about our his his business and what is that we are to tell people to make disciples tell people about the love of jesus christ about the forgiveness of him about the salvation of christ we need to tell them the good news that no matter what you've done it doesn't matter that christ can forgive you and make you a brand new creature in christ is that not amazing he doesn't just wash us away he makes us brand new brand new wow i'll tell you what and one thing he says he has forgotten everything so whatever you've done whatever that sin that satan brings back to your remembrance all the time you remember when you remember when you remember when say no i don't i don't because you want to know why god has forgiven me and god says he remembers it no more so therefore i don't remember it anymore i've asked for forgiveness it's gone is buried it is forgotten and just tell him that and then you know, all you got to do is say the name of Jesus and they have to flee. Demon Satan, all of them have to resist him, resist him and he shall flee from you. At the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess. Boom, that Jesus Christ is Lord. They cannot stand if they can't. They're whatever, whatever's tormenting, whatever it is, you just say the name of Jesus. Say the name of Jesus. You see all those accounts, you know, if you watch um, Pastor Billy Crone's study on the UFOs and Klaus Schwab and all this stuff that's going on. And it talks about those people that are abducted, like all these things, like, you know, that you like sleep paralysis and like all this stuff. And they just think it like, you, know, you can't really speak Jesus, but they can think Jesus help me. And then boom, immediately these things have to leave them. It's amazing. There is power in the name of Jesus. And don't ever let anybody tell you that there's not. So folks, Get into the Word of God. Let the Word of God get into you. And as always, Maranatha, Lord Jesus, Maranatha. Maybe tonight, guys, maybe tonight, the Lord Jesus will come and take us home. Maybe. Maybe, as you say, Art, perhaps today. Thank you guys so much for listening. I really do appreciate it. And um, I'm just asking that the Lord would bless you guys. Um, just, uh, Lord, you know, I just I lift up. Everybody, Father God, I love to my brothers and sisters around the world. And Lord God, we know that these days are dark, but we are to be the salt and the light. And we are to shine with your light, Lord Jesus. And we just ask that you would continue to give us boldness. The Holy Spirit would give us boldness to tell the world the truth, to stand firm in your truth, Lord Jesus, not this world and what this world thinks is truth. No, Lord, your truth, yours is the only truth, Father. And may you give us the boldness to proclaim it every single day until you come and take us home, whether that be in the rapture or if it's our time to go home. Lord, I thank you for everything. And God, I just ask that you would bless each and every person listening to this podcast. And God, please provide for them and protect them, God. And I ask you all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks, you guys. Be blessed.